LIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, The Walking Dead review. This episode is The Last Day on Earth, 616. That's this episode. That's the one you're listening to. Did you watch it first? Because you probably should. Although I like, I like to think that there's a, a weird subsect to this sh- fan of the of the show where they don't watch the show at all. They just listen to me describe it in the worst possible way. And I and I don't love the show, so they're kind of getting like a weird narcissistic view on the show. And they just and then they watch the show and they're like, "Hey, the show's actually pretty good. What's this problem?" Because I'm a cynical fuck. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show. I'm Phoenix West. Um, guys, go check out Americant on YouTube. Go to americantshow.com. They're all there. It's, it's a hilarious video show I do. Um, yeah, you can you can find, figure out about it. It's awesome. Uh, it's a weird little show. Anyway, uh, I, I got a lot to get into because this episode has some shit in it. All right, guys. So the, the last episode ended. I know Carol's gone. The guy's tracking her, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Morgan's out there tracking her to also, um, let's see, there's a lot of shit going down with Negan's men, the saviors, they kidnapped Michonne, uh, Rosita, Glenn, and Daryl, so they have all them. This one kind of opens up with a, kind of, they do that on Breaking Bad a lot where it shows a clip of something, but you don't know what it is yet, but this one is, the running thing is like this light peeking through this like a metal door or something you you're not really sure what it is and i didn't even notice it at first i just kind of didn't think about it really until the end i was like oh what is this and i kind of figured it out but and i was still wrong about it but i had the right idea anyway i'm being very vague because it doesn't matter yet uh morgan's out and about uh looking for carol and he finds a horse he finds a sign that says you are alive and then he walks up to this horse, and he gets very, very sensual with it. And he's like, yeah, you're, you're pretty, aren't you? You're pretty. Oh, yeah. You are alive. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? I have no idea why. He's like sweet-talking a horse. I think he's going to do this horse in a minute. Uh, the uh, What I, I refer to as Evil Tobin is still chasing Carol in a weird path. And it looks like it was, I'm like, the path she has is like a foot and a half wide. I'm like, is this bitch dragging like an anvil? It is like a when you put the what are those things called where horses dig little <clears throat> paths. I don't know. I don't know farming terms. And then you probably put seeds in them, you know. But they have to put those things around their neck. It looked like she was dragging one of those and like creating a path to put some fucking lay some seeds. It was very, very the most the most obvious path I've ever seen in my life. Holy shit, that was hard to say for some reason. The saviors are chasing this guy down. They finally get him. And then I was like, what the fuck is happening? And they didn't really explain it yet. I kind of like when they don't explain it because at least they're thinking about... I like when shows set things up. You know a show's kind of shitty when it doesn't set anything up and it just kind of happens in front of you. That's why Breaking Bad was so great. That's why... I don't know. The great shows do that where they set up things that they will get to later. But they don't have to explain it to you right now. And you kind of just go, oh, they'll, they'll get to it. You're not, like, pissed off or anything. You're just like, oh, all right, well, we'll get there. You don't know what, who this guy is, why they're tracking him down. You have no idea. It's, it seems like a random scene at first. Rick, Eugene, Abraham, Sasha, Aaron, and Carl get in the RV uh, because Maggie's having her little, ooh, having my little miscarriage fit. Uh, 
I'm kidding. It is a serious medical emergency. But they're going to bring her to the hilltop because they have a doctor up there. I haven't seen Jesus in a while. That kind of concerns me. Uh, anyway, Carl is talking to Enid, and I couldn't give a shit less because fuck those two characters. I really hate Enid. And he locks her in a closet so she doesn't go with him. And this is a thing I always see in movies. And I know she's a woman, but you can kick a door down. You can kick a door open. You don't. All it is is a little lock. You know what I mean? You can kick it right the hell open. It, it's, it might take a couple hits, and you're going to hurt your knee a little bit. But goddamn, if you want to get out of there bad enough, you just kick it a few times and you're fine. It's not a big deal, really. I see it a lot in like movies where they trap somebody in a room for just ever. And I'm like, if it was just a regular room not reinforced that they built to trap you in there, just kick your way through the walls. It's not that hard. They're like 16 inches apart, the wood. So just find a spot where there's no wood and start kicking. It's drywall. You'll go right through it. And then you kick off the outside thing. And then you can get out that way if, the, if the wind, there's no windows or something. Like, just figure the fuck out. Like, it's not that big of a deal. It'll suck. It'll hurt. Oh, goddamn right. But you'll get out of the room. You won't die in there. It's like the movie Saw. I mean, granted, they're tied down in that movie. Anyway, I'm way off topic. Morgan finds Carol finally. She's huddled in the doorway. Um, she shot. I don't know how he found her. It was kind of amazing. You know, he tracked the dead zombies on the way. That's what it was. Eh, that's fine, I guess. And then he lets go of his horse. The saviors, <clears throat> ah, excuse me. They kind of reveal what the, the saviors wanted to do with that man um, that they caught earlier. So I guess they didn't set it up that far in advance, but it was enough. I, I liked it in a show it all at once. They put the man in the middle of the road, and they put him down the ground, and they're like, they say they're going to make an example out of him to somebody. And then there's this awesome wide shot where it's this, the, the, the whole road, the stretch of road. And on the right, you see all the saviors. And on the left, you see nothingness. And you're, you're like, you know what's coming. You know it's going to be the RV that our group's in. And it's this awesome shot where it's just like goes on for five or six seconds. And then it's credits. And I'm like, holy shit, we're ten minutes in. The credits are just starting. It is. It's a longer episode than usual. It's like an hour and, hour and eight minutes or something like that. So I, I, I like the ten minute, <laughs> ten minute before the credits. It's kind of cool. They set up a lot of stuff. Um, some of it good, some of it bad. I don't give a shit about Enid. Uh, I kind of hope she just rots in that closet, and they find her body later, and that's fine. I'm I'm totally cool with that. The they they cut back to Carol and Morgan, and I'm like, hey, my favorite and my least favorite characters are just hanging out together, having conversations about nothing. Don't give a shit. To the point where I'm willing to sacrifice Carol just to get rid of Morgan at the same time. I think I would make that switch. It's like a weird NBA trade, and I, and I think I'd do it. It's addition by subtraction. And, yeah, I think I would make that. Uh, so get get Frank Darabont on the phone. I don't know if he's still in control of that shit. I know he left the show. The group drives upon the saviors, and then the saviors do this offer where it includes giving them everything. Like, they're going to take everything from our group. But they're going to kill one of them. And there's this manly man standoff about the last day on Earth and how, can you feel it? It's your last day on Earth. It's got to happen at some point. He's like, no, can you? And it's just like this stupid manly man debate. Like, ooh, tough talk, more tough talk, blah, 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 blah. And and another side note is I love this season because this is a season where it fully made the switch from the zombies as the enemies to the people. And I, and I, I know they did that with the governor, but the governor used the zombies and it was all about like zombie fighting and zombie, zombie, zombies. And that was the whole season with the prison and the prison was always surrounded by zombies. And Alexandria later on was 
surrounded by zombies and the zombies came in. I know I'm saying that a lot right now, but that's my point. And then the zombies came in and they fight off the zombies and they get rid of them. And then that was the defining moment where they went, okay, the, the zombies are no longer the problem. We can work together and fix this. And then holy shit, Negan's men and all that shit. And that's where the switch was, where it just became about people, other people. That's the more terrifying aspect of this world. It really is. The zombies are more of just a nuisance on the way to dealing with people. They'll kill you, but you know, you know their intentions right away, so you're not debating what they really want from you and if they're if they're lying and blah, blah, blah. And I, I appreciate this season for that. I like that. That's more what I'm in tune with. Uh, Abraham and Sasha talk in the RV, and they see another black, blockade. And the first time they see a blockade, Abraham goes, what the bitch? And then I was like, what? And then the second time he goes, bitch nuts. And I was like, what the fuck's happening? This guy shoots in the air and blah, blah, blah. Morgan heals uh, Carol in her goddamn wound because she is immortal and cannot be taken down. She, he, but he heals her, and then he kind of goes out because they keep hearing this zombie, like, like banging and stuff. So they go out there, or Morgan goes out there, and then he kills a stuntman in a tower because that's what it was. It was just a zombie that hung himself inside this metal tower. I don't know. It was kind of dumb. It was cool looking, but it didn't make any sense. And then he gets back, and then Carol's gone. I was like, all right, well, even she doesn't want you around. They had a thing where they had put, pulled guns on each other. I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? Why, why are they? I don't care if they shoot. She should just shoot him and get it over with. Uh, Rick and the group, they find, they're, they're kind of just trying to go to the hilltop, and then they keep being stopped by these blockades by the saviors who's kind of blocked off all the paths. And apparently they just can't figure it out because they drive, and then they find this zombie chain across the road. Like zombies chain to other zombies and it just covers the whole stretch of road. And then they're like, what the hell is this? And they go to take a hatchet to him and then they realize Michonne's dread is like inserted into one of the zombies' faces. And one has Daryl's coat and one and an arrow through it. And then something, I don't remember if there's anything else. but And then uh, the, the shooting starts and it keeps shooting. The, the saviors are shooting their feet. It's kind of amazing that they didn't get shot at all. And then Rick does this weird thing where he cuts off an arm to separate the chain gang, and then he stabs one. And I was like, what the fuck was that? And I thought he was, was going to let them loose so they would attack the saviors or some sort of plan. But no, he just, he just does that. He just runs away. I was like, what the fuck is happening? So the guy that was following Carol finds her, and as she's killing a zombie, it's kind of cool. And then he shoots her in the arm. She falls on the ground. And there's this badass scene where Carol is on the ground. He shoots her in the leg. She's laughing. And then she's like, just fucking do it. I don't care. That doesn't even matter. Like, essentially, like, she's a crazy person. And he's kind of realizing, like, oh, this whole revenge thing is just kind of pointless if she doesn't give a shit. And then he kind of walks away and she's like, begs him to come back. And he comes back to go shoot her. And that's when Morgan shoots him. He shoots him a bunch. Like in the chest and one in the throat, and his throat explodes, and then he shoots, shoots him in the head. And I was like, so the whole Morgan thing. Remember, how I said I, I would last episode I talked about how I would accept this if it paid off, and I don't know if it pays off. Like Morgan's whole subplot of not killing and blah blah blah, being a pussy. And I guess that he did it to save Carol. I get that. I, I mean, I mean, I guess it's okay that. 
this is how it went down. This is how they resolved that. It's kind of kind of boring. But oh, all right, I guess that's what we're doing here. That's fine, I guess. Whatever. It was cool. The guy's throat exploded, if you're into that. Personally, I'm not big on throat explosions. That's kind of a violent way to go. But this is the world they live in, okay? Uh, The group kind of realizes how badass Negan and his men are because a a road is blocked off by a giant log pile, just a massive pile. And there's a bridge over top, and then they see the guy that they had earlier in the middle of the road for them. They hang him with a chain, and then they leave, and then they want to save him. They're like, shoot the chain. He's like, no, it's not going to break it. I'm like, nothing really breaks a chain. You can shoot a chain, and nothing will happen. It'll break the bullet before it breaks the chain. The chain is fucking thick. And then um, it's a badass, like, really cool image where the guy's hanging there, and then the logs, the log pile is lit on fire, and it's the most fucking metal album cover I've ever seen in my life. Where it's a dead dude hanging from a bridge by a by a chain in front of an on fire giant stack of wood, and it's just like they need a little pentagram there somewhere, and then a fucking goat, and you got you call it good, slap on Pantera or something. I don't know, I don't know metal that well, but it's fucking metal. I know I know metal album covers. Okay, that's my I went to college for that metalology. Yep, that's a real thing. Look it up. Please don't look it up. There's a weird moment, and I liked it, where Eugene has the idea that they're only following the RV, and so they decide to kind of split off, and Eugene says his goodbyes to everybody. It's really sad in a way, because he's just starting to come into his own as a character, where he goes, all right, well, I'll be the one in the RV, and then everybody else goes on foot, and they're carrying Maggie, because she's having her fucking stupid baby thing, blah, blah, blah. I've already seen this with Rick's wife, or the fuck her name is. I already forgot. Lori. Um, anyway, holy shit. They're, and they're walking through the woods. This is when I was saying it gets dark. It's dark by now. It's just pitch black. And then Eugene leaves. They're carrying her through the woods, and they hear whistling and some like flashlights and stuff. And then they pop into the, the section of the woods, and all these lights turn on from the trucks and these overhead lights and they're surrounded by like 50 bored guards the Negan's men could not look more bored it's very weird and then they also see Eugene there on his knees and then some guy comes out who looks like uh, Seth Morris kind of and he takes their guns and then he puts them on puts them on their knees and he really really keeps insisting that they're on their knees it's very strange he really likes people on their knees and then Dwight Opens some van doors and pulls out Michonne, Glenn, Daryl, Rosita. And that's that was where the light was coming from for the whole that was foreshadowed the whole episode, you know? That's where the the light was peeking through. And then um let's see. He, the Seth Morris looking guy walks over to the Winnebago and he goes, You guys want to meet him, right? And it's almost like a I expected a drum roll. I expected like a like a like a really like a fanfare and just a fucking some acrobats to jump in front of it and like cheerleaders and shit. And then he opens the door and his Jeffrey Dean Morgan kind of slides out of the Winnebago and he's just smiles. And then he, he he's kind of lurched over and he's wearing jeans. He's got a baseball bat and he's wearing a leather jacket and he looks badass and he's a handsome motherfucker. And don't get me wrong. Handsome as fuck. He, he lost weight. Uh, the actor did. 
And it's kind of unfortunate because Negan's a big dude. And Jeffrey D. Morgan was a big dude. Not like fat, but like thick. He, like he was a big, like when he was the comedian, he was muscular and big. And now he's just like tall. He's a, he's a tall dude. I don't know how, how much exactly. But he looks lanky as shit when, he's, when he lost all the weight. So I'm kind of hoping before next season he puts on some weight. It's it's very awkward that he it's like oh that's him that's it <laughs> like it's, he needs to be more imposing you know it's very strange you can't be that attractive and that skinny and not not have me think I could take you probably anyway he uh, they do this ten minute scene uh, Negan's only in the episode for ten minutes the last ten minutes and he pretty much does a ten minute monologue and I. Watched it again just now, and I, I was fascinated the whole way through. I was gonna, I was skipping through the episode just so I could keep track of the scenes, and I couldn't stop watching. I, I watched the whole scene. And basically, he's walking back and forth in front of the group going like, like you guys don't think you're going to go unpunished, right? Like, I want you to work for me. I can't kill you because you can't work for me if you're dead. Like, here's the thing. Like, whatever you have, give it to me, and I won't kill you. And he's like, but you killed a lot of my guys, Rick. Like, you, you got to know you're going to be punished for that. And he, he's basically saying he's going to beat the holy hell out of one person. In the comic, uh, spoiler alert for the comic, I don't know what they're going to do in the episode. It doesn't seem like they're going to go this way. In the in the comic book, Negan kills, he's like, I'm going to kill one person. He flats out. He just flat out lays it down like that. I'm going to kill somebody with, with Lucille, which is his baseball bat covered in, uh, I don't know, what is that, barbed wire, right? And he's like, I'm going to kill somebody. That's I'm going to kill one of you. And then, so you know, I'm not fucking around. But I'm not a monster, so I'm only, only going to kill one. Because I'm fair. And he like does this back and forth thing in the comic. And I kind of wish they would have stuck more with the dialogue from the comic. Because it was better than in the show. Uh, but the show was fine. It was it was adequate. I, I liked him. He's charming. Which is, I don't know if that's the thing they want for you. Thing is, in the comic, though, he swears like, like fucking crazy. Every other word. Every other word is the F word. The, you know what I mean. Yeah, that one. Yeah, don't say it out loud. Shh, don't fucking. Oh, oh, now you're making me say it, okay? Anyway, so they couldn't, they couldn't do that on AMC. I don't know why. I don't know why AMC decides not to let people swear when they have their own goddamn network on cable. So no idea why. Uh, I guess it's because they run commercials. I don't know. I don't. They say fuck on Breaking Bad sometimes. And they showed Titty in the first episode of Breaking Bad. What the fuck? Make up your mind, AMC. Oh, my God. Anyway. They, he walks back and forth, and he's like, I'm going to kill somebody. So, eeny, meeny, miny, moe, he gets down to there. And he kind of does this one person at a time thing. Uh, well, before that, he was going to kill, or he made he reference that he was going to kill Maggie. And then Glenn freaked out, and he put it on the ground. He's like, all right, you get a free one there. I get that. Emotions are high. And so don't do it again, though, because I will kill you. And he picks the person, eeny, meeny, miny, moe. And then it. He goes, all right, this is you. And then he leans back and he cracks him. And he's like, oh, you're tough. You took that like a champ, which is exactly what happens in the comic. In the comic, though, it is Glenn, and they show it. You see the whole thing. You see Glenn's eyeball pop out. It's fucking gross. And he just crushes his skull in. It kills the shit out of Glenn. And uh, all right, well, I don't think they're going to go that way here. Here's, here's the best-case scenario for the viewers. The best case scenario is Rosita or Aaron. Um, I don't think they have. I'd have to rewatch 
and really pay attention to who's in the woods with them in the group in our group that we're watching. I don't think Morgan's not there, right? Because Morgan was, I forgot to mention this. Morgan was revealed after he killed um, Evil Tobin. Um, some guys walk up with spears and they go with hockey pads on or baseball baseball ump stuff or whatever the fuck they're wearing. And they're like, oh, "She needs help. Okay, let's we'll take her." And I'm like, "Oh, I think they they're from the kingdom." which is also from the comic. It's just another group that's good, um, run by Ezekiel, this big old black dude who has a fucking Bengal tiger for some reason. I don't think they're going to do the tiger in the show, obviously, because that would be dumb. I really hope they don't do the tiger. I hope it's like a – it's probably going to be like a, a orange tabby or something stupid like that but or a stuffed animal or some sort of reference, a painting on the wall that he liked. I don't know. They're going to do some, some reference to it, but they won't, they won't do a goddamn Bengal, Bengal tiger because what are they feeding him? Um, anyway, holy shit. Um, yeah, he picks a person, he beats the hell out of him, and that's how the episode ends. You don't see who it is. You just hear a lot of cracking, and, like, and you hear their skull crack. And then you don't know who it is. They showed that Daryl's still alive, obviously. Remember the last episode ended with him being shot. He has a coat over him, and he's bleeding. And I'm like, ooh, maybe they will kill Daryl. But I think they just want you to think that. Daryl, like I said, fan favorite for some fucking reason. He didn't do shit this season. Daryl was barely in this season. If you really go back and watch the season, especially the first half where he was not in episodes at a time. I remember the first half of the season was them clearing the road or getting the zombies to go down this path and failing. He was barely in the show. He was barely in the last couple episodes because he was in the woods. And when he was, he was just kind of irritating and not really helping anybody out. I almost feel like Daryl has outlived his usefulness as far as their modern society is going, the rebuilding. They, and I'm not saying I hope I wish he's dead. I'm just saying if he is, it's not the biggest fucking loss in the world. Like, you know what I mean? It's there's more important characters at this point. Maggie's an important character. She's like becomes like a leader later. The I'm sorry, I'm a little sidetracked right now. I'm watching the Charlotte Hornets Miami Heat game and it is a blowout. It's playoffs started. It's been a long playoff day. All my teams have lost. Holy shit. Anyway, guys. Um Yeah, I don't know who it is. I hope it's Rosita. That's all I'm saying. Because I like uh Aaron, but Rosita don't give a sh- don't give a shit about. Don't give a shit. Okay. <sighs> anyway, um I'm gonna head out. Fuck this. I don't want to talk about the show anymore. Fear the Walking Dead started. Um, it's a good show. If you haven't checked that out, go ahead and check it out because I do a review show about that too. I do I do it all. Anyway, guys, um, go check out AmericanShow.com. It's a video show I do. It's way funnier than this one. I feel like I'm spaced the fuck out for this show sometimes. Oh, my God. Where am I? Oh, what am I doing with my life? Go check out that show, guys. It's awesome. AmericanShow.com. Until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens.